What's up, guys? My name is Kayla Bundy, and welcome back to the Finding Hope podcast. In today's episode, we are going to focus on the importance of doing the hard things during the good times to prevent emotional explosions during challenging moments. We are going to discuss how proactively facing and addressing difficult situations, emotions, and tasks during good, favorable circumstances can lead to greater resilience, emotional well-being, and long-term personal growth. So let's dive right in. I know that this has been such a theme in my life recently and something that I have tried to keep in the forefront of my brain for many years now. I do not always follow through in the ways I wish I had, but I have learned that addressing the hard conversations before the bad things happen is so huge. When you put in the hard work when things are good, then when things get bad, it's a way less of a struggle and it's way less drama, if I'm being honest. Earlier this week, even, this is such like a minute example, but earlier this week, I was with my friend and we were going into something and she said, hey, after this, if it doesn't go the way I thought, don't try to console me because it's gonna feel like I'm not capable of handling the disappointment on my own. And that's all she said. And it was so good for me to have that clear communication before we walked into that because had the situation played out and had I gone to try to console her because it didn't go the way she thought it was gonna go, then for her, it would have felt even more defeating because she would have gotten the response she didn't want to get. And then one of her best friends would have made her feel like she couldn't handle it on her own. So by her just simply communicating and saying what would be helpful as an outcome before anything happened was one, the wisest, most mature thing she could have possibly done. And for me, it was the most helpful. So even though that's a small example, it's those little things. It doesn't have to be big things in your life. Like, of course, yeah, you're gonna have these big moments and you're gonna have these really large issues and problems you're gonna have to deal with that it's going to be so much easier if you've put in the groundwork and laid that out beforehand. But in almost our everyday lives, there are these little things where if we learn to communicate and say what outcome we'd rather have, it is so helpful. And if you are a boy listening to this, I'm sure you have had a girlfriend at times where they've been upset or you're that girlfriend and you have been upset. And he's like, what's wrong? You're like, nothing, everything's fine. And we all know that means nothing's fine. And I've been there and it could have been that he told me that he was going to be here at a certain time and he showed up 15 minutes late and I felt like he didn't prioritize the plans that I had laid out or I felt like I was my time wasn't being valued and I felt all these things and on and on and on. And I can sit with that and I can be upset and I can be frustrated and he can get here and I can be in a little bit of a mood because in the way I wanted it to play out in my head, it didn't. Versus if I do the hard thing when it's good and I say to them, 
hey, this is really important to me. I would really appreciate it if you're here at this time because I easily get affected when people show up at a different time than what they've said to me. It's something from my childhood, on and on, which it is. Uh, it's something from my childhood that's carried over into my adulthood. I'm working on it, but in this moment, it would be really important and I would really feel loved if you were able to do this. And I guarantee that that person is now going to have an entirely different sort of day and we're gonna have an entirely different outcome because I communicated how important that was to me. Otherwise, they're probably gonna think, oh, it's not that big of a deal if I'm five or 10 minutes late. Like, that means nothing. Because in reality, it probably does mean nothing. But because for me, I am affected by those things, it's more helpful if I can communicate, address that it's my thing, has nothing to do with them, but lay out the expectations. So that way, when things are unfolding, there's already a clear communication of a better way for things to play out where both of us are left feeling loved and understood. First off, let's understand the significance of doing the hard things. Doing the hard thing refers to taking on challenging tasks, confronting uncomfortable emotions, and addressing difficult situations rather than avoiding or postponing them. We're done avoiding, we're done postponing. The importance is you're exploring the benefits of facing challenges head on and acknowledging that growth often occurs through discomfort. I think we've all seen this to be true. We all know this to be true. Growth happens when things get a little uncomfortable and I have seen it so much recently. And I've been doing that with my family as well. I'll communicate. I did it actually today. I felt a little bit bad, but I called my mom and I was talking to her and I was telling her about something that I was feeling a little guilty about. And I didn't tell her I was feeling guilty. I just told her what was going on. And then she started to talk about some advice that she had heard. And it was leading where I thought I would feel really bad about myself at the end because I was holding this guilt. She didn't know I was holding. And where the conversation was leading was a path where I felt I could see myself feeling worse about myself after hearing her advice. And so she got about a sentence in and I stopped her right there and then. Well, we were on good soil. The ground was still good. We were still vibing. And I said, mom, I actually am feeling really guilty about this currently. And I feel like this conversation is going to make me feel worse about myself. And I like, I would love to hear the advice another day. Cause I do think it's really beneficial for me, but in this current moment, I really don't think I can handle it because I already don't feel good about it. And she was so respectful of it. And it was like a little weird and uncomfortable in the moment. And if she's listening to this, she's so going to know what I'm talking about. And she handled it great. You did great, mom. If you're listening, I appreciated the way you went about that whole thing. Cause it was a me issue, not a you issue. Um, but with that, it got a little uncomfortable, not going to lie, but we were able to move on and we ended up talking for like another hour and it went way better than when I was able to express what I was currently feeling and what I needed in that moment, instead of hearing things that were only going to make me more upset when she was really trying to have a good heart behind it. So, so much benefit to acknowledging 
that there is going to be growth in the discomfort and acknowledging that doing those little hard things when things are good is going to provide a sustainable, joyous outcome. The temptation to avoid or postpone. Our natural inclination is to avoid discomfort and seek immediate gratification. Out of all people, I can attest that I did that for years. My number one advice to myself and to people around me when I was growing up was ignore the problem until it goes away. Worst advice I probably could have ever given or said to myself, but I lived by that statement for far too long. And it was so my natural inclination to avoid discomfort. I never liked things that were uncomfortable. So breaking free from that and changing your mindset on what you feel is discomforting and uncomfortable is huge. I have had to put in so much work in the things that scare me, that make me uncomfortable, that are really, really hard things for me to do. And I have to rewire my brain and tell myself all the beneficial things that are going to come from it instead of telling myself all the things I'm scared of surrounding it. Avoiding difficult tasks or emotions may provide temporary relief, but can lead to such long-term effects and increase stress or unresolved issues. And like I said, my advice when I was growing up, it really did lead into my adult life. It started in my childhood and it has carried through. And there are things that I'm working through now that happened 10 years ago and postponing it, that's all it does. It postpones it. It doesn't go away. You're just pushing it aside and eventually it's going to come back and you're going to have to do the work. And I say you're going to have to because if you are listening, you are here to live a better life. If you don't want to live a better life and if you want to sit in the life that you've created and sit in the mindset you have, then no, sure, you don't have to do the work. You can postpone things as long as you want and you can have those same issues coming up the rest of your life. But if you're at the Finding Out podcast, which you are, that is not the future that you have for you and you are going to have a way better future by doing those hard things and not postponing those tough moments and those tough situations, digging deep, finding the root of things, because you know that there are benefits and growth on the other side. So be proud of yourself because you're here, you're doing a good thing, and you're chasing after a good thing. Have a proactive approach to emotional well-being. Emotional resilience is exploring how to regularly face and process emotions during good times, strengthening emotional resilience, building coping mechanisms, the importance of developing healthy coping mechanisms and emotional regulation strategies to prevent emotional explosions later. So what I mean by that is when you're able to develop healthy ways to cope with your emotions, your anger, your frustration, your joy, your love, your whatever it is that you're feeling, when you are able to establish these healthy ways and regulate your emotions in a really good, positive way, it prevents a lot of emotional explosions later. If you don't let yourself process it or feel it, if you try to push it down, shove it down or shove it aside and 
because either you feel like it's weak to feel it, you feel like you're better than that, you feel like you're too, you're strong enough, you don't need to focus on it. That was me for the longest time. I was like, no, I don't need to focus on these things. I do great anyways, my life is still good. But I didn't realize how much better my life could be when I did focus on the hard, uncomfortable things. So having healthy coping mechanisms to experience and feel your emotions are going to really help prevent those explosions later on. Because there's going to be triggers in your life, whether you see it as a trigger or not, there's going to be really tough things. And the more you suppress, usually the bigger the explosion is. This actually happened to me um, a few months ago. My parents and I, we were having a conversation and I felt like my feelings weren't really being heard or validated in areas and they came to me and they gave me some news and I definitely exploded in that moment. I did not handle it very gracefully. I was really operating out of a sense of not feeling heard and being angry and upset at the outcome and not wanting to accept the outcome and feeling like, it was in my control to prevent what was happening. And had I learned how to deal with those emotions and I had coping mechanisms, I think by the time I would have received that information, I would have been able to be a lot more logical about it and way less emotional. And so I've seen, there are times I'm great with it and there's times where I still see myself falling into those slopes. And the more that I'm able to express my emotions and that's something been really working on and my therapist has been really helpful of me having my own voice and the more I'm able to really feel those emotions communicate those emotions have a way of processing things in a very healthy way when I do hear things when I experience things when I see things that hurt and they cut I'm able to be way more logical and I don't feel all these emotions bubbling up and trying to explode inside of me. This brings me to confronting personal challenges. Addressing personal growth challenges and areas of improvement during good circumstances fosters personal growth and prevents them from becoming major obstacles later. Having self-reflection and self-awareness and emphasizing the role of these two in identifying personal challenges and areas that require attention is going to be huge. When it comes to tackling difficult tasks, productivity and achievement are two of your new best friends. Exploring how tackling challenges during good times increases productivity and prevents tasks from piling up or becoming overwhelming during stressful periods is something that you are going to start doing in every moment of your life. Be productive and achieve the goals that you have. To get to a place where you can have these hard conversations or deal with the hard stuff when times are good, it comes with a lot of resilience and mental strength. When you're able to constantly face challenges and push through discomfort, it builds up the resilience and mental strength that you need to continue to have those things happen. 
And when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, you're encouraging yourself to continue to be put in a place where it's a little vulnerable and embrace the opportunities for growth along the way, even when it's not required. Learning how to develop effective communication and addressing relationship issues and having open and honest communication will really help when it comes to doing the hard thing now. In relationships, friendships, romantic relationships, family relationships can be so easy to allow the little things to build up and to fester and escalate. And that's typically where an explosion comes, where a fight comes, where emotions get really in the mix and a lot of people can get really hurt. Something I've learned is when relationships are very healthy and when there's a lot of communication, there really never is a need to have a big fight. And this has been something very new for me because I've definitely not always experienced that. And sometimes love is not enough. You have to do the hard things and both people have to have a growth mindset and a team mindset. You gotta be on the same team. If you are trying to do the hard things and you are on that solo team and the other person's rooting for themselves and not you, and you're rooting for the both of you, it makes it a whole lot harder. But when both of you are rooting for each other, you're on the same team and you're able to have these open and honest conversations, there really is no need to ever have explosions. And that is such a beautiful, freeing concept. So embrace the challenges and start shifting your perspective to cultivate a growth mindset. Prioritizing self-care during all of this is actually extremely significant because if you're not taking care of yourself and you are entering into something not being filled up, but you're already entering that situation being drained, being stressed, being anxious, feeling overworked, feeling burned out, then the way you communicate is going to be drastically different. And the way that you hear the other person communicate is also going to be drastically different. So when you are doing things each day to prioritize yourself and to pour into yourself and fill up your own cup, then when you're having the good things, the hard things, whatever it might be, the way you will hear it, the way you will see it, and the way you will process it is going to be drastically different for the best, of course. And lastly, I want us to embrace a balanced approach. Celebration and rest is so huge. Yes, take advantage of the good times to work out those hard things, but don't get so caught up in okay, well, things are good. Let's address all these things. And then tomorrow, let's address all this. And then we also should address this before it gets bad. Have a balanced approach. If it feels right, if it's in the moment and it's something on your heart and weighing on you, or like my friend, it was so quick and easy to just say, hey, if this happens, I would love if you reacted in this way instead of this way. That's all it took. And then we carried on and it was so balanced because 
She communicated, she was open, she was honest, and then we moved forward. We didn't get stuck in that. And we didn't have to keep talking that out. It was quick, it was simple, it was easy. We didn't have to dive into all the psychological reasons why, but we were able to take it as is and proceed forward and celebrate every moment in between and along the way. Also recognize and have that need and desire to celebrate those achievements. When you do have those hard things, when you do have those moments that went so much better because of the hard work, celebrate that together, rest in that together, and use that as a way to recharge and maintain balance. I just want to encourage you to approach good times mindfully and intentionally. Utilize them as opportunities to prepare for future challenges. So in this episode, we've explored the importance of doing the hard things during the good times to prevent emotional explosions. And my hope for you is that at this point, you feel confident in yourself and you are hopeful that if you are maybe the one that's a little bit more reactive or you're the one dealing with a reactive person, that you are leaving with some tips and tools and takeaways and hope moving forward into a more joyous, happier, and healthier life. I love you guys, and I can't wait to talk to you later. Bye!